0: So we're talking today about a piece that appeared in the New York Times uh, last week by Julian E. Barnes, a national security reporter for the paper of record. Barnes
1: has worked at the Wall Street Journal and has more than 17 years of experience covering national
0: security. Suspiciously, this most recent piece comes ahead of next week's anticipated report to Congress, which will update last year's report that discussed 144 Unexplained reports of aerial phenomena. Let's dive in. This is CoIntel Pro.
1: The the lead of this piece is that airborne clutter. And foreign actors are largely to explain for unidentified aerial phenomenon. This is something that we've talked about with journalists and our sources within Western intelligence, uh, a assertion which they all disagree with uh, strongly. Right. Um, Not just people, not just us and not just people we've had on the show, but other actors within the State Department and other adjacent state organs have said as much as well. So um, that's kind of what our, our starting point is going to be for this,
0: this piece here. So the most staggering thing about this article for me is just the headline itself. And we know how a lot of people operate when it comes to digesting news, uh, if you're in the general public, and it's all about the headline in that first sentence or two. And that's what a lot of people take in.
1: Well, and to take it a step further than that, I, I have this whole theory that most people's news diet uh, just push notifications, right? So not even getting to the headline,
0: right? Exactly. And so as we kind of discussed before we started recording this episode, for anyone who doesn't know a whole lot about this topic, isn't interested in it, and they read... Outlets like the New York Times—it's
1: fodder for skepticism, right? Now, never mind that the New York Times has run lots of stories in the last eighteen to twenty-four months, uh, which assert evidence to the contrary.
0: It's—it's uh, it's no secret, obviously, that the New York Times is a large part of what is effectively some form of state-controlled disclosure currently, with the infamous December 2017 article talking about the Pentagon program ATIP. This was before there was clarification on ATIP being basically just this Elizondo portfolio sort of within the realm of OSAP, the larger mother program that was given $22 million basically to go and study weird phenomena at Skinwalker Ranch. So, the New York Times has not necessarily shown a highly skeptical side when it comes to this topic since 2017. I mean, this is like the first article I've seen them run that really kind of tries to discredit this topic, basically. And the headline, again, it's just so staggering to me that they ran with this. So you you, you read the headline, many military UFO reports are just foreign spying or airborne trash. Forget space aliens or hypersonic technology classified assessments show that many episodes have ordinary explanations. Using the term space aliens is interesting to me because you see a lot of skeptics use that term sort of disparagingly on Twitter, in other spaces. Jason Colvito is a big example of this. I mean, literally every time he discusses UFOs, he uses the term space aliens. Nick West does the same thing. And here we have Julian Barnes doing the same thing on, in his article on the New York Times. Because it, it, it sounds kind of campy and kooky, basically, to use that term. There's there's that that connotation. It's derisive. With, yeah. yeah, exactly. And so you make your way further down the article. And it's, as we kind of discussed earlier, it's not a long article. Further down, kind of middle towards the bottom, Barnes writes... Pentagon analysts remain puzzled by some of the videos collected by the military. One where an object hovers over the water, jumps erratically, then peels away. More difficult to explain. And then he kind of follows that with analysts who have studied that video as well as ones associated with eyewitness reports from aviators are convinced it is not a piece of alien technology.
1: A significant part of this piece is positing... That foreign actors and other uh, prosaic explanations are are really at play here that so much of the rhetoric and strategy of the u s intelligence agencies are geared towards confronting and uh, dealing with the role of actors like China in for an espionage and trying to get a hold of, of this technology. Um, and I think that you, you made a point about, you know, sort of like the qualities of this article, like from somebody who is, is familiar with, with the information that's out there in the space right now is that it's very like sort of surface level. There is kind of almost this straw man, right. And you can see it in, in the way that he is always talking, you know, referring to these the phenomenon as space aliens, right? That's he sort of s- stood up and trotted out as like the, the thing that he, he's trying to push back against. You know, I think that a lot of serious people uh, that you know we've talked to on the show, you know, aren't you know, Certainly aren't convinced or pushing a theory of of extraterrestrial, you know, literally extraterrestrial uh, beings visiting Earth, right? Uh, but that the, the mm-hmm. phenomenon itself defies explanation and therefore is interesting and, sh- and should be studied. Um, you know, not because we have a, a a nailed down interpretation of what's operating the the, the craft and the the phenomenon that that, that are that are seen um, and you know, among the, like, right. And so people who are kind of like informed on this topic are going to read this and, and, and note that there's very, very little substance here. There's some quotations from a spokesperson. There's one. Quotation.
0: Yep. There's one. Well, you from, know, it, it, from, from the right. literal spokesperson from the DoD, that being a Susan Go, And so who, who is very much a villainous figure in the UFO world and has been since an antagonist right. yeah among
1: the cavalier ways that barnes is marshalling the information for this piece you know it makes this he's making these points about china right um and there's kind of two things that that he he brings up here uh, the first related to china is that china has stolen plans for advanced fighter planes um and you know it, this should be put in tension with our understanding that China, you know, also was recently, you know, paying for secrets for conventional aerospace technology from, you know, the Russians, right? Um, it, when we had Frank Milburn on the show, uh, I think it was the second time, uh, maybe the first time, he talked about how he was pretty sure that the Chinese had not acquired this technology because, if it, like next generation technology, because. Why then would they have the need to be like uh, paying for uh, and spying on conventional weapons platforms?
0: They're, they're doing everything they can, the Chinese specifically, to copy and get up to par with where Western military technology is, basically. Mm-hmm. there There is such an enormous body of evidence for this strategy that they have. And that that strategy clearly indicates that they do not have the technology that is being displayed in these encounters. Right. So it's just that's what's where it's at right now. And, and, but that's not necessarily the way Barnes is presenting it, right?
1: Barnes is is suggesting that these uh aerial phenomenon are actually, you know, and, and, and all of this anomalous behavior that's been tracked on multi-sensory data, you know, within the US state, you know, that that, that is the Chinese, right? And as we've kind of just outlined here doesn't really square with what we know about Chinese espionage efforts. Are the Chinese likely trying to get a hold of these secrets? Almost certainly, right? That's something we've talked about on the show, something we're going to go on to talk about on the show in the near future. But um but once again, just sort of this disingenuous straw man uh, marshalling of the facts that that anyone sort of like familiar, you know, with the topic, I think will be able to to point out. Um and then, as you move down the piece, there is this uh, this mention. Uh, I think it's one of the more interesting and useful parts of, of the Barnes piece. Is a discussion of how uh, conspiracy theories, uh, particularly about UFOs, you know, have been throughout the twentieth century uh, inflated by the U.S. intelligence community uh, in a, an effort to cover the actually existing uh, secret programs that have existed and. You know, I, I just want to like, acknowledge, because I think that this is, you know, this conversation is a good place to do that, that for me, at least, one of the things I try to keep front and center is the possibility that that what we're seeing right now, efforts to disclose information about the phenomenon, about secret programs, about the, a next-gen weapons platform, you know, could very well be an operation, right? That we could be, you know, seeing a... a you know, a, 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 false flag, a limited hangout, you know, something that is meant to be misinformation. Right. Um, you know, I, I try to keep that front and center, you know, just for my own cognitive dissonance. Right. Uh, so that you, I don't find myself, you know, super drawn in to sort of any one theory. Right. But with all that being said, right, like you read stuff like this and it's, it's just, I mean, it's Bush league, right? Like it's, it, it assumes that the reader, you know, hasn't been paying any attention.
0: It does. Yeah, very much so. The other striking thing for me is the implication that he variable well might have kind of unintentionally put in this article is the notion that China is, in a lot of these cases, flying unabated with, you know, surveillance technology, their, their planes, drones, yada, yada. Around our military. And we're not doing anything about it. So. If you're. If you're. A national security person. That is. Incredibly alarming. And. I. I don't think. That. At least for me. It's like incredibly unrealistic. For. The U.S. government to basically admit. In some fashion. Whether it's through. Through the paper of record, or if you're publicly saying it, you know, a Pentagon spokesperson like Susan Goh, it's weird for them to say, oh, well, we think this is just China. Well, that's kind of fucking strange to just be openly admitting that you're getting danced around by the Chinese, basically. That's weird. And Barnes is not explicitly saying that in this article, but you can kind of you, know, you you can infer that a little bit and I, I i don't know i think that's that's really strange and so the, the continued push to say that china is behind a lot of this stuff is interesting to me you know are are we implying that china has been messing around with strategic nuclear sites decades and right. they've they, they just been showing up you know since you know the beginning of the cold war clearly no this is not russia <laughs> so right. i think yeah. i think putin has made that very evident and so we just have chinese objects hovering around nuclear power plants of just random like nato countries and stuff like that um and u.s carrier battle groups like they're just clearly this is what they've been doing for decades
1: Right. Well, and I think among the straw men in this is that, like, if you were to read this, you would kind of get the idea that all of sort of like the speculation and stories and disclosure that has happened around this topic over the last 18 months, you know, you could be forgiven for thinking that it was just like Internet yahoos who were like leading the way on that instead of people like Mellon and Elizondo, you know, firmly within the the State Department and U.S. intelligence circles, you know, it, sort of leading the way in, in, uh, you know, at least this most recent round of, of, of events in, in this topic. And, you know, it, it's, you know, if, if there isn't sort of this acknowledgement on behalf of Barnes, who seems to be writing this like sort of like critical piece, you know, yeah. on this topic that, that like what has sparked, interest you know what people have been reacting to are you know happening sort of like within the state you know the the headline here you know leads with uh, as you pointed out right as though people within the state are dismissive of it right which is disingenuous that that people within the state are simultaneously leading efforts to uh, you know stoke interest and and make people seek out conclusions on, on this topic. And um, you know, I just strange. There, they, it's it's a strange piece, right? Uh, and it's difficult to figure out who it's for.
0: Of the other passages from this article reads: much of the information about unidentified phenomena remains classified. While Congress has been briefed on some of the conclusions about foreign surveillance, Pentagon officials have kept most of the work secret, in large measure because they do not want China or other countries to know that their efforts to spy on the American military were detected. Okay, so that's another weird thing to say. So you're saying that you don't want China to know that we've detected it, yet here in this article, you have a Defense right. Department spokeswoman saying that we know this is the Chinese. So you right. are admitting through the paper of record that you know it's the Chinese, yet you don't want them to know right. that we've been the ones that have detected it. So right. what? which is it? Right. <laughs>
1: like... Right. Well, that's, that's why you're reading Julian Barnes great reporting, you know, is because he's the only one out here, you know, getting the spokesperson for the defense department to, yeah, you know, to publicly admit these things. I, 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 uh, it's weird. I, and, and I think that this is like one of these things where, you know, honestly, if you were going to be making a case that this is like misinformation or mis- misdirection or something that like, this would be a piece of it. Right. Uh, that, that it's you, that, the state is saying both things at the same time here, right? We have, you know, uh, you know, Mellon and Lou Elizondo, you know, on, on the one hand, you know, making these claims and saying these things and and alluding to the fact that, like, we've had recovered craft and this, that the phenomenon has been, you know, something that the state has been studying for decades and decades and decades. And at the same time, you have other parts of the state who are contradicting that, right? Um, and, and, you know, I this is one of the reasons I try to keep the cognitive dissonance at the forefront, you know, is because, because you would kind of expect uh, a misinformation campaign to have those qualities, right. That the state would be saying and doing both and contradicting itself and, and all this sort of stuff. And, you know, the, you know, the endeavor for, you know, journalists and, and I think for concerned citizens, you know, is to try to, to see through the the, the fog and the smoke there. And I, and I think that, you know, if you, if you endeavor to do that, then a piece like this from Barnes, you know, <laughs> reads like propaganda, right? It, it reads mm. like something that is is very calculated and intentional and measured.
0: I think for for those listening uh, who are not totally familiar with this topic, you know, they, they they should be aware that there is a very long history of the U.S. government, the state, the defense and intelligence community publicly trying to discredit this topic, and they've been doing it. For 75 years. Back in uh, 1966, the U.S. Air Force funded what was called the Condon Committee. And this was a large research project that went underway at the University of Colorado under the direction of Dr. Edward Condon, who was a physicist there. Okay, So this committee produces this report in 1968. And the final report explicitly said that UFOs are unlikely to yield any kind of major scientific discovery. And that's that's what was used basically by any and everyone from that point on to discredit the UFO mystery. Up until, we, you know, the modern era and we have the reporting of the New York Times that unveils OSAP and these, these other uh, sort of secretive programs and whatnot. I just can't help but think that this is more of the same an effort by those in power who are trying to keep the lid on this topic closed as tightly as possible, this is nothing more than some form of of a coordinated push to tamper down on what's going on. because I honestly, honestly, I think that and we, we've talked about this before, it's likely that the the process of disclosure right now that's going on is a heavily factionalized effort. There are people who don't want this information to come out and there are people who do want this information to come out. And so that being said, it's evident to me that there's there's a possibility here that too much has been released. So we're, we're seeing now the other side really try to push back on what's been released. And so what better way to do it than one of the big national security reporters for the paper of record? Write this absolute hit piece on the topic to discredit it.
1: And so to, to produce a second Condon report.
0: Barnes writes in the article he goes, This article is based on interviews with American officials familiar with the findings of the Pentagon and intelligence agencies' examination of the incidents in reference to this upcoming report. The officials spoke on condition of anonymity to discuss the classified work. I don't know if this is implying that the people on the all domain aerospace anomaly resolution office arrow, if Barnes has been talking to people associated with that, with that office, his article here is actually just the basis of like what this upcoming report is going to say. So, and if that's the case, then yeah, this upcoming report is, is, is another Condon report for that matter.
1: An attempt to walk back, an attempt to put the genie back in the bottle.
0: I I don't think at this point that in the age of the internet, that you can do that. It was much easier to have done something like that in 1966, long before the internet. I think we're at a point now with the way society works nowadays that the genie cannot be put back in the bottle. And we very well might be talking about the greatest secret in the history of mankind, slowly crawling its way out of Pandora's box.